Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts hey everybody welcome to across generations where the voices of black women unite I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to a Cross Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Fat Film Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Dr. John Paul, LLC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Black Fat Film Podcast, where all the intersections of identity are celebrated. I am one of your hosts, John, also known as Dr. John Paul, and I've officially unlocked the Rich Auntie card. I not only drive a Lexus and have a plethora of coach bags, but I have officially received my Beyonce perfume and I spraying <sighs> it everywhere on this big body, girl. <laughs> I am giving say no shirt girl say no, say no Is that what that means? I've been trying to I, girl, Googling it for I have no but I only know it because Beyonce in her little like I was like say no, say no more. And I was like, oh my god, that's cute. But I have no idea. Hold up. No, let me just Google it really quick. Say Noah, because yeah, Google that. What's, say what Noah. does it mean? Say Noah was mean English French. Oh. And what is her fascination with French anyway? She like a lot, she she has a really interesting fascination with like it's France giving, and French. It's giving Baldwin. I'm like, go girl, you and your Baldwin bag mm-hmm, go off. Mm-hmm. So Noir means black. <laughs> so oh, I but I don't know what say means. Say it's cold. Is hold up the black oh, say. Oh, oh, say new, say noir means it's dark. Oh, so it's like a, so black <laughs> so perfume. Said, 
So basically, oh, it's uh, a black perfume. Earthy, earthy perfume. She said. She said it's black. It's black on black on black on black. Well, black on business go off, girl. I mean, Do thing. she Does did say that. Thing? And what what's the second song when she's like, bend down, bend up, bend broke. Blah, 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 love so deep. Yeah, 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 pussy yeah. Pink. yeah. So I mean, anyway, <laughs> all that to be said. Um, have you smelled it? I have n- <laughs> no. I did not even know that it was that one has bought it, one can purchase it yet. Does it smell good? <laughs> it does. So it it's one of those things that the scent when you first smell it, you may not enjoy it as much. But as it like sits in your body and as you smell it, you it starts to like it it sticks to you and then you're like, okay, it actually smells really good. That's how it worked for me. The first time I smelled it, I was like, Oh, this is pretty. But the more I wore it, yeah, I was like, Oh, this is pretty. And then I wore it, and then the longer I had it on, it actually started to smell really good. And I was like, Okay, this actually does smell good. Honestly, when I saw it, I was mad because I was like, give us the visuals. Like, I don't need perfume. I don't need perfume. I need I visuals. Just, I want the visual. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, now not, we got it in. It's cute to me, but okay. Right. Also, well, now we have they're, they're passing out samples yeah. at the shows. I didn't get me. I didn't get my sample at the show. I want a sample of, of Saint Noir. I'm so mad. I think we only had the samples at certain locations because... I saw they showed the Inglewood on here, and I was like, I didn't say Inglewood. Oh, mm. well, maybe it was a different thing. I don't know. I saw them at the Vegas show, but I didn't see them at the um at the Houston show. So Damn, the way I would have kept that and, and, ne- and never, like, I would have never thrown it away. Yeah. Damn. It's, I like said, it smells good. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Love that for yeah. us. So, for how are you, though? <laughs> I forgot, I forgot we have intros. <laughs> Y'all, today, this <laughs> this episode this episode is brought to you by uh, Relaxation Before the, before the Holidays. Fam, it is your other co-host, Joho or Joho. <laughs> and I am trying, I'm jealous. I'm trying to get into my auntie bag. Like, mm-hmm. I want the fashion. I want the flashy rings. I want the new men every holiday, keeping people on well, their toes. Like, who, well, who's he showing what to do? That, that, that's the life I dream of. Mm-hmm. And maybe, just maybe it's actually time for me to manifest. Like, I think I'm ready to manifest this life for myself. I will yeah. say, I just put the cruise in the spring with my family. So There's going to be 17 of us on this boat. 17 okay. of us. I, I not so do much. not. That was like, this is not. This, I'm, I'm excited, but it's also, it's it's my like, it's my white side. You know what I'm saying? Who are you, like, who are you cruising with? Are you doing carnival? But no, oh, is it uh, carnival? Uh, who is Royal in the brand? <laughs> Norwegian. Norwegian. Oh, y'all got money. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth because I I I must have money to pay for this fucking trip because I, when that when that uh, deposit when that uh, charged my credit card I was like oh we said debt Choke. collectors okay little, we said, yeah we said we're going in debt today cool 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 but I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get into, I'm trying to the spirit of like when the, when like when the day actually happens I'm like it's basically free because I yeah. already paid for it <laughs> well <laughs> I mean it's not free however I'm hoping <laughs> the food and I'm hoping the the service on the boat is actually i think so and, 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 and it, it, the the boat was built in just 2019 so it is a newer boat mm-hmm. and i'm sure they haven't had much action in the past few years so i'm excited for it, it looks really nice although what i heard about it is that, is that it doesn't have like doesn't have much outdoor space it's it, it has more like an observation deck like a sun deck which is cute but like if mm-hmm. i'm gonna be in the caribbean i want to have like i want to have the caribbean air in my face so so we yeah. we're gonna see what happens i'm very excited for it. i mean it, it, it for sure it's a bougie trip that we're all taking which i was like like i was really trying to not 
want to not go, but if I know if I didn't go, everyone would be like, why aren't you going? Um, but it's just, it's right. just, I say about white side because like, to me, like I would never have half the word, but they, but they, but they, they, they all be white as hell. Live off, love them, but they be white as hell. Although, um, Although some family friends are coming to which I'm really excited for. So it'd be good. And I'm trying to get me a cruise bay. I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to meet me somebody on the boat and say, You and me, I have I got my I got my own room. Like I got my own single single occupancy room. So it's just me and the, me in the dark. So I'm gonna be like, girl, you want you trying to come over every night? And you got your own room too? Wow. Okay. It was honest, it was like it was like a hundred bucks more to get a single occupancy. And I was like, let me get that. Let me not room with somebody. Like that my mom, is a dream. My mom was like, "Do you want to share a room?" I was like, "No, no sis. I love Mm-mm. you, but no. Like I love, my, I love my family. Mm-mm. But the way, Mm-mm. but the way they be uh, breathing at that time, all of them could not be me." I know that's right. Room. And probably a lot of same thing with my friends and family. A lot of y'all need CPAP machines and won't wear them at <laughs> night. And so that is the reason why I don't share okay. rooms with people. <laughs> All right, y'all. So yes, t- speaking about family and folks not doing what they're supposed to, we're going to get into that a little bit. But before we jump into that, we're going to get into the show the way we normally do. We're going to give Miss Tisha Campbell her flowers for the Still Here segment. And for this week, I thought we would just start nice and easy, giving a little bit of the <laughs> Tina Turner. Okay. Right? Nice. We don't like nice. We like nice and nice. rough. But so I was All right. Like, yeah, and, we nice rough. Um, okay. and I say that because Rose. I feel like every episode we've had for the last few weeks has been very, when even say heavy, it's just been very informational. There's been a lot to process, both on our end as hosts, but also for like the, the folks that we've brought on. It's so, been giving It's been giving that every week. That's a lot. So we're gonna do this episode is gonna be hopefully very light and very fun. And so I wanted to start out by asking simply, how are you? I feel like I don't get to ask you that enough on here because we're always like my mama say, or like black people say, we're always ripping and running. So I wanted girl. to ask you, how are you girl? Ripping, running and revving baby. Oh, I love. Yes. I mean, true. Like, like you and I never get to ask. She's been like, how are you sis? Cause right. I'm gonna, I'm on the show, right? It's always like, it's always like, Hey girl, how are you? But it's like, how are you today? Right. Um, right. How am I? What are my aspirations in life? Whew, girl, it's been <laughs> it's been a season. Mm-hmm. And now that we're pushing the holidays, I'm reflecting on just how much of a year it has been. Like, damn, this year I was more tired than ever. It has been the year of existential exhaustion, and I am just I'm trying. I feel mm-hmm. like I mean, as as folks in my life know, I have I was in a depressive episode for yeah. this most of this entire year essentially. And so I'm trying to make behavioral shifts now. Mm-hmm. So that when I step into the new year, like I'm coming in with change rather than trying to make change in January. Like I'm not like I'm not trying to be new year, new me. I'm trying to be new me now. So that way, so way I gotta come get in. to the new year. That's basically okay, what but, you said. Like I like, gotta get to the like, new year. And I I can't do that. I don't I can't do that if I don't change now. Like right, I got right, right, right. like I gotta change now so I can get there safely or else it's gonna right, be dangerous. Right, right. So you know, so I think I think that's how I am. I'm just in this process of reflection. But I will say in my reflection of like this shit's been exhausting, I've been held by community more than ever, which has been really nice. I've been surrounded by that's love right. whenever. Like I have probably some of the best like friends i could ever ask for in my life like i have folks i just I, I just feel like i can do anything with um which is really nice and so that feels good yeah how are you mother how yeah. are you 
I, I, I love that you say that you feel supported and surrounded because I think, you know, even, and it's funny because before we actually hit record on this show, I was saying to you that I came into this episode basically just on E. Like, I'm not going to even lie. Like, I'm at no. that point where your car starts, you know, when the the, 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 the little yell, <laughs> I never get there. I'm, I'm, I'm a very <laughs> nervous person. So I'm always real nervous about that, that, that yellow light coming on and saying you only got 40 miles to make it, right? I mean, John, um, as, as you know, I have, I have, uh, I have ran out of gas multiple times this year. So oh, I know. Not, oh, so I know. I, so I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really that girl that's like, I, I try to not get to that point but these last few weeks have definitely been giving woo my god and so i think you know it's good to hear that and it's funny that you mentioned that because you said so funny I, I i was on my bike before i got on to record and one of the women on the peloton said the same thing she said you don't have to wait till next year to make the changes you need to make you can do that now and i just was like bet and so i think that's kind of the same way where i'm at i know that this time of year is also hard and 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 by the time y'all hear this thanksgiving will be long and gone you probably have cussed out a couple family members you're probably even going into you know even thinking about going into the next holiday being like i didn't get to say this at the the dinner table so when i see y'all in four weeks i'm gonna say it again okay Uh, but i think that there's just a lot but i i I, i'm so grateful that we're having this kind of kiki you know because for me these last few weeks have been a roller coaster of emotions like Mm. from not having one but two friend breakups worrying about my own mother's health as you know that Mm -hmm. you know and i've been very vocal about this my mom had cancer Mm -hmm. in 2021 there's you know while we're out of the woods around her cancer there's still a lot of health issues that she's maintaining now that now that we know that cancer was the reason for a lot of the other health issues she had so we're like having to maintain Mm -hmm. that and it just feels like life is lifing like any time have you seen that tiktok where the man walks out the door and it says please insert your card or credit card payment now and it's like it basically he opens the door and when he shuts it every time he opens the door it's like please insert credit card or cash payment now that's how <laughs> it feels it feels like Literal every content. time you look up right like every time you look up you're having to pay for something there's always a new war like like as we get Girl. like i genuinely wanted to to name this episode that adulting is the projects because it is like it just feels <laughs> like it's not even, you know, I, and I hate using ghetto as an antithetical phrase. Like, it's just, it's like getting older is so hard and no one, like people glamorize it. Like, even just thinking about the simple stuff that really makes you want to fight. Like, my garage door won't close. Like, it keeps opening <laughs> on its own. Like, packages are getting lost in the mail. Uh-uh, not a ghost garage, girl. Right. <laughs> Hell no. It, I mean, it, and let's so be clear. The projects, the, the, let's be clear. The projects were human-made. So just, yeah. so, and you're adulting, like the projects is human-made. So human-made. it is, adulting is a project. It's just awful. It's like, damn, it, every time you look up. And then now we have to deal with, like, the, the like the holiday season, too, right? Like, you're <sighs> getting into, like how do you how do you like if you're broke and i'm being transferred there are a lot of people who are saying this year that they don't have the money for you know mm. christmas the way that they used to like friends wanting to take christmas you know travels and stuff and can't do it like yeah. it's just so hard and so i'm having to remind myself that i in this place right now have a lot to be thankful for even with the things i'm going through and 
you know, I, I just, I have to like sigh it off and I have to just go, you know what? Life may try to shake down a bitch, but at least I'm still here. You know, at yes. least I'm still doing it. I'm doing I'm, the things. I'm, I'm uh, still here, here. <laughs> it's the journey yes honey it's given i'm still here so with that being said i i will just say thank you for being that light for me today and this week because like i said mm. coming into this recording you know we both kind of had the energy of like do we really and i'm like yes we have to <laughs> um <laughs> but it's it's good that we're here and so I guess that now that we are talking about things and how it's been and all of that, we are going to talk about the thing that many of you probably have in the back of your mind, which is the holidays. So when we come back, we are going to talk more about how we can keep our sanity, both in a world that feels really, really bleak and going into a season that oftentimes feels very, very bleak. We'll be back mm. in a second. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. 
It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Okay, y'all. So this week we are skipping category is and we are going to go ahead and flip it one time for your mind and like utilize going to a conversation about how do we love ourselves, not only during just the holiday, but during a time where everything feels so, excuse my language, fucking awful. Like it all feels so heavy. And so I wanted to preface this by saying that I know for so many of us, the holidays only heighten the feelings that we have throughout the year, right? Mm -hmm. And then everything going on in the world and then dealing with holiday stress, it's like, my God, today. So I wanted to kick off this segment kind of for our category, kind of to replace our category is and really focusing on go love yourself with this idea of how do we navigate through the holiday season or the end of the year while really focusing on taking care of ourselves in the process. And then maybe even like, I don't know if you have a therapist, but my therapist has been dropping a lot of gems on me in the last few months and maybe Mm -hmm. offering those for listeners and for folks who are like, I just need to make it to January 1st. Like what? So, Anything, what's what's going on in your process? Like, what has been your process to take care of yourself as we kind of wrap up 2023? Yeah, so first, so I'll, I'll kick off by saying I love the holiday season. Like, I'm a sucker for holiday shit. I love a Christmas tree. I love a Hanukkah bush. I love a pumpkin. I love a pie. I love twinkly lights. Like, I, I love latkes. Like, I, I love all the things about the holiday the holiday time. I love, I love, um, I don't love Thanksgiving, but I do love the process, like I, I, I do love the meal behind it that we enjoy. And you know, I, I, I love gathering with people, but what I don't love, and something I'm thinking about with now getting thoughts of, is the amount of fat phobia that sprouts up during the holiday season and how I then become the keeper mm-hmm. of weight loss struggles for others and the mistress of guilty pleasures for people trying to deny themselves joy. Like, yeah. I am so mindful of the way in which members of my family will make a comment about. Their bodies, and they should not have this. They shouldn't have this. Yeah. They should be having this. Um, mm-hmm. you know, one thing I'll say, like, I like everyone, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying to avoid the doctor in any way. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, like, if, like, if you're participating in a lot of, like, like you know, like, in, like enjoyment, like, may, like, maybe think, maybe think about go, like, going, like, seeing your PCP a little bit after that time because, like, mm-hmm. I. Like, I know folks who will go to who will go to their who go to the nurse or their PCP like 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 after Thanksgiving and they'll be like, I gained so much weight, my numbers are off. And I'm like, girl, like you like you just like did all these things for the holiday. Like give right. like give your body right. time to like shift and adjust away. Like it needs to shift and adjust for itself before you do anything else. So like mm-hmm. so like I'm mindful of of how folks participate in that and I take care of myself, I remind myself that I have to take on their feelings about themselves and their bodies, right, nor, right. Nor, nor to take on their things, nor their feelings about my body as well. Like I actually don't need to do any of that. Like I am here, I'm here to enjoy myself, however I can. The world is on fire. Like there's nothing that is so important that I need to like, like that someone that someone says, 
oh, I wish your body was this, or like, have you thought about this? Like, girl, like I see you once a year. We 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 actually we don't even need to talk. We can just go yeah. our merry way. Um, also, people become outlandish after the holidays. Right. People become really wild. Like, people be people out of pocket and dangerous. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what is wrong with y'all? Like, uh, like my friend, my friend earlier was asking me like, what what I'm doing for Black Friday, and I was like, girl, nothing. Like, right, I right. Again, first of all, black Friday, like not for me. <laughs> Why not I gotta me. be black? Mm-hmm. I gotta be black Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiki Palmer just dropped a video today that was, um, yeah, uh, she did, she did, she did cover of uh, Crystal Waters 100% Pure Love, but it was yeah. black owned, black owned Friday. Yeah. And she was like, 100% black owned. I was like, that's this, this is what I want to see. <laughs> that's yes, what I was, yeah. <laughs> was everything. Yeah. No, you're you're spe- you're being so real. I think people, especially too, and that's the thing. I'm I'm kind of. I wouldn't say that I'm like on the edge about you know seeing my family this holiday season. Is you know my 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 family. I think my mom and my brother have a pretty good sense of like what to say and what not to say to me at this point. So I'm very fortunate in that regards that I don't ever really have to worry about out of pack out out of pocket family members. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that I think that. You know, it's just an effort to like, so I'm going to say this. So I, I kind of had wrote my notes and I wanted to kind of say it backwards. I think, and this, this hit me this weekend. So this past weekend, for some of you, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you follow my stories, you know that I was at Disneyland and I had to tell my husband that I said, you know, just being in rooms with multitudes of people has been very hard for me. Like as much mm. as I, I make it seem like I'm okay. Like, you know, we had our live show and we go to Disneyland often and we go, but I'm realizing more and more that the pandemic has had a very, um, I have a very tenuous relationship with the after effects of the pandemic. And I've mm. realized that being in a room with a lot, lot of people has really made me more anxious than, than I used to be. Um, and so I say, I love that to say that, like, I'm really excited to see my family during this season, but there's also a part of me that's very much like, I don't want to talk about the war. Like, I don't want to talk about mm. money. I don't want to talk about like life. Like I, I really just would love to be home and eat and watch TV and just be like, and again, that there's, that's nothing to say. Cause I know my family listens to this podcast. So mom bubs like this, this has nothing to do with you. What mm-hmm. it, what it, what it really is, is it's just, you know, when you, and, and that's something I have to tell people too. Like, I work two full-time jobs, like working for iHeart as a full-time job, working for, you know, a local organization that I'm not going to name because I don't want y'all trying to come after me to dox me, (laughs) but like working two full-time jobs and trying to be present for everybody that you love and then having to like take on everything that's happening around you. Like, you know, people are like, oh, you have to take time to find joy. Like this is the season to try to find your joy. And it's like, nigga, how, where mm-hmm. is <laughs> like, how, how do you find joy when you feel like everywhere you turn, you have to watch what you say. You have to watch how you say it. You have to, you still have the pandemic lurking in the background. So you're worried about not catching COVID. Like it, it's just, it's so heavy. And so I, I hear you 110% when you say that the holidays can be hell, but at the same time too, it's like, I'm still fighting this tenuous battle to try to still find joy and knowing yeah. that I can see the people I love and connect with because, you know, not everybody can say that. So that's kind of where my head has been. But I did want to ask you kind of, you know, as we move through this segment, you know, one of the things that we get asked a lot and we do, we get some folks that email us, whether they email us for like a comment or 
Um, but we more or less, we get questions. We get a lot of questions in our inbox. And one of the questions that kind of came up is, is there anything that you think listeners should be thinking about this year more than last year when it comes to like self-preservation during, you know, these last few months? I'm going to say last few months, right? We have the end of November. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great question. First, I just want to respond to your point about just how you're navigating this time and like looking forward to time with your family. And I, and I love that for you because I know that sometimes family can be historically has been a challenging thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm really happy that you're, that you're having some more, more intentionality about being around them and enjoying space with them. Yeah. I'm going to totally feel you on the no relief, no relief from the pandemic. Like, I have still felt like the way that I've adjusted has not been a healthy adjustment. Like I went from, I truly went from not never leaving my house to like last year traveled more times than there were months. And that was really exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we're just dealing with trauma after trauma, after trauma, after trauma, especially what we're watching right now play out, um, you know, globally with trauma. Mm -hmm. So I think what let's just be thinking about during this time, there are multiple ways in which I see this. Like I, I would say, I think as I said earlier, earlier, I think the holidays enable a lot of negative self-talk for a myriad reasons, yeah. especially how we how, especially around how we see ourselves mm-hmm. um, and how we treat our bodies. I also, I, so I think maybe mindful of detaching from the scale during this time, like the scale will not serve you a higher purpose. So like, for, like for all my thoughts, my fat folks or folks who all my, all my fat folks and folks who are like i'm fat like like when you aren't fat but like for all my actual fat folks like step, step away from the scale the scale is not going to serve you during this time in any way and that really goes for anybody um I, it also like it affects how we show up for others like there are folks from the holidays that be that become like really really generous and like you know like they shift themselves to be the most kind people and Space holding people and part of me is like that's really great that you do it for the holidays, but like do that shit twenty four seven. Don't just do it during the holidays. Uh-huh. And then there are people who like become nasty during the holidays. And like yeah. I understand that's stressful. I'm like work is stressful, life is stressful, money is stressful. Like two point you made earlier, right? Do you want to talk about money and stuff because it's hard? But like I think what I want listeners to to, to be mindful of is like this time is. I mean, the en- end of the year is challenging for everybody ever because mm-hmm. it or or if if your new year is celebrated in this in, in this gregorian secular way right? right in america the american way yeah like this 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 time of year is always wild so like give yourself and give others grace like mm-hmm. give patience you know if you are if you are if you are if you are if you're in line for the last for the last butterball turkey you don't get it it's okay like Girl, like go like, down like, to the other target and, Yes, there are some it, other stores you'll be fine. Yeah, or, or you will be fine. Don't do a turkey. Get a Cornish game hand. Call that a good day. Do a do a tofurkey. Like girl, like the other things you can do. Like no need to get angry and dangerous for yourself or others right. because Nobody. you're upset. Right. Um, also, for those who are, who are engaging in global conversations, like <sighs> this is probably controversial controversial to say, <laughs> but like. We don't have to consume trauma and violence twenty four seven to like to be to engage responsibly in conversations. Like yes. like we like, like and yes, and like we we can I can say that while acknowledging the privilege of not having to engage in trauma and violence every day. But like mm-hmm. and like but in that same vein, like like making yourself consume trauma and violence every day because like for like the sake of empathy actually isn't that empathetic in my opinion because right. like 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 you aren't like you aren't helping 
folks if you're just consuming their pain like like mm-hmm. like how like think about the ways in which you can navigate supporting them through pain think about the ways you can navigate being able to um, be an ear or financial help or a physical help. Think about the ways you can show up in your community for those who are grieving as well. Like there's many okay. other things you can do. Um, and I have, I have one more thought that I, that I wanted to harp on that I was thinking about yeah. quite a bit, like along, along the same lines, but I'm trying to remember what it was. Well, what was it? Cause I was, I was just saying like the way you, um, show up in community and also not consuming pain. Damn, I really forgot. But it was a point that I was like, Oh, I, I want people. Oh, oh, also that's what I was going to say. Um, a lot of people gather this time. A lot of people do public events. And I would just name, be careful. Like, there are folks out there who want, who are tr- intentionally try to, try to endanger other during times of joy and gathering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll say, listeners, if you're going out, like, make sure you know where your exits are. Make sure you know where to go to. If you're out with a group of friends, make sure you have a game plan in case something goes down. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. a lot of people are going to, like, Christmas festivals. A lot of people are going to, Hanka celebrations, a lot of people are going to Kwanzaa celebrations. Like people are going to do a lot of gathering at this time. Um, so I mean, so like from a public health health perspective, make sure you're healthy. If you feel remotely sick, girl, do not go out. Stay like home. it is mm-hmm. it's not worth the risk to yourself or other people. Like, do not harm others because you have FOMO. Right. Go just just FaceTime in and call that a good day. Like you ain't got to do that. Um and also <laughs> for to do public Stay in bed. You know, and yourself, like be mindful of where you are and who you're with and be mindful of your surroundings. Also people drink more during this time. So be mindful when you're driving or you're walking to really look both ways, be a defensive driver because it it can get really wild. Like this Mm -hmm. is probably, it's like one of the hardest, it's one of the harder times for me because I see so many people acting out in ways. I'm just like, girl, you have not done this all this year. So that's, that's that's how I would say, I'm curious to ask you your thoughts or maybe also like, uh, like, like, like what are notes of like personal power? Well, yeah. just can take with the holidays. So I intentionally lined up that question because I, I'll say this: Joho is the queen of empathy, um, and I'm going <laughs> to go to my grave saying that you genuinely are that girl who genuinely can Thank always you. say, "Take like you know how to tell people to take care of themselves." I think in terms of personal power, you know, I I hate to be that girl, but I wrote an article a couple of years ago um, yes. about yes. Uh, about that, she right? Did. Like the power and the importance of being able to say, "I'm gonna I'm gonna stay." home um and i say that across the board like it doesn't even just have to be the holidays it can just be in general right if you feel like you don't like your co-workers and your co-workers are trying to do like a after lunch thing or after dinner or after work thing and you're like i don't really like y'all like that stay home like go home <laughs> like you don't have to and that's what i tell that's everybody right. i know like you don't have to engage with anybody this season that you okay. don't want to engage with you do not have to it is very much like this is your time and you can reclaim your time and if you go well my family will feel a certain type of way let them niggas feel a certain type of way there have been many (laughs) days where i've said i just don't have the energy to engage y'all so i'm staying home um and i think that that's the that that's the best way to preserve your personal power you're not like you said earlier at the top of the show you're not going to be able to get to the new year if you're not well going into the new year so if you know that you're already dealing with a lot of emotional stuff and you know that you know you have you know father issues or you have mother issues or you have mm-hmm. father and mother issues and you know that they're going to trigger those things why why put yourself in that situation to be even more mm-hmm. harmed 
when you already are walking in with a lot of different wounds. And so I, I traditionally mm-hmm. am, the, am the believer that if I don't feel safe, and when I say feel safe, that means if I don't feel like I'm going to have a really good time, I, I'm not going. I will literally say, Mm-mm, it ain't for me. I'm staying home. Um, But I also say, too, you know, as we're thinking about going into this new, you know, we're, we're thinking about, you know, all of the holiday sales. That's basically what I call them. They're all holiday sales, whether they be, you know, Black Friday, whether they be, you know, Christmas, whatever the case may be. Um, A lot of it, too, is like if you don't have the funds, let people know up front. I don't have money for that. And, you know, and, and I think that's the thing Like we like. I don't want folks going into the new year with more debt because they're trying to make someone else's holiday better, right? Like if you don't have the funds, you don't have, you know, if you don't have your, if you don't even have your necessities, why are you trying to buy people stuff that they really don't need? Personally, Mm. I say let's revolt and start robbing all these high end stores, (laughs) but that's a different conversation and I don't want us to get fired. So (laughs) I'll tell that to say, I think it's, it's really just thinking about, being intentional about the spaces and the places that really make you feel good. And, and, and also like being around people that really can show you, you know, that they love you and that they're not going to put this, this onus or, or this, Mm -hmm. this this hurt or this uh, weight on you. Right. Um, I, I always count on it, you know, lifting me up in terms of like spaces. Right. Um, Knowing that I'm going to be in spaces with people who are genuinely going to make me feel good, especially now with everything feeling so bleak. Mm -hmm. Um, So that that's kind of the piece that I would say in terms of personal power, make sure that you are putting yourself in good situations, whether it be financially, whether it be your own personal, like I said, if you don't have it. And then also too, I want to say this real quick before we, we move on. If you don't have it, make sure you reach out to other people who may have mm, it or may have resources too, right? So if there are folks out there that are like, my lights are about to get turned off and I don't want to be at home in the dark for Thanksgiving, right? It is okay to email us and say, hey, do you do you know of somebody who can help me with, with this, right? I may not always be able to give, but I want to make sure that other Black, specifically Black fat Fem queer folks know that there are different programs out there in different states and different places. The Okra Project, like that's another great example. If you're trans and you're at home hungry on Thursday or on Thanksgiving or even on Christmas, reach out to them. They will bring you food or they will make sure that they connect you to someone in your area who can help mm-hmm. you make sure you have a meal. Like there are so many resources out there. And so please, like I, I, I just extend like, this is not the time for pride. This is really not the time to let your pride get in the way, yeah. you know, where you're trying to save face because you're putting yourself in situations that, you know, you know are toxic or you're, you're not asking for help. Like if you really need it, make sure that you, you, you say something, you know? Mm, mm, I feel that so, so much. And just, just for folks to know, Ogre Project is based in New York. So if you were in New York, definitely reach out to them. Um, and I, and I think John brings up a great point of like, not we, people may not, may not always be able to give, but they can direct. And that is just as important sometimes. I think folks yeah. forget that just knowing and sharing resources, like, like that in itself, right, is mutual aid in itself. It's sharing of resources, not always saying, I can pay for this or send you this, but it's, I can, Tell you tell, tell tell this person about you or, tell, or share this person with you so that way you can access them yourself too. Yeah. So I think that's really 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 great. And thank you, John, so much for sharing about the idea of the personal power. And I'll just pl- I'll plus one the idea of a revolt because I think it's due. Um, you know, I think yeah. a lot about like <laughs> it's been due. I think a lot about um, like 
if the purge not I, I never want the purge the purge is a horrible idea but also i think it can actually happen in our in, in our world like i i'm sure in some presidencies the purge would happen um uh-huh. but i think a lot about like if like it'd be cool if, if, there was, if there was a day where all these businesses would say like once a year we will happily give like free things and also and but but like 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 we go, we'll give free things in a way of like like we we each give somebody one thing that they actually want and we'll send it to them right um like yeah. like we because if you if you have a recon in store people will become the purge it will become nasty yeah, people yeah. fight over things um, and I think your point about giving people that what they actually need is a really great point too because people be fighting over everything and I'm like oh, girl like I'm telling you right now I'm telling you your sister does not need this like your sister like does not need her like her like like super fancy hot press comb two in one edition. I think she'll be just fine. <laughs> she's a hot comb beauties. Like she'll be she'll be good. You ain't mm-hmm. not get her all stuff. I mean, and it's interesting because I know that people equate like their love language with gift giving and they have to like, they, have, they have to get like the best gift. I'm somebody who I love. I love when people like make gifts. I love when people make gifts. I love I mean I I, I love any gift regardless, but the gifts from people like someone like actually thinks of me and is like I saw this and I felt and I felt I felt like you would appreciate this and oftentimes or, or, or I made this for you. Like when someone makes something for me, I treasure it. I mean I'm a hoarder so I have so many things in my car and in my in my room of things that people have made me. I probably should throw some of them out, but I mean they're special. <laughs> they're special. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> you sound like me, girl. Got too much stuff. People be sending me stuff, and I'm like, golly, I need, I need to just let me just tell somebody to come get this. Like, I don't like, just, 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 just tell me, let me call that a good day. Or, right. you know, or, or like, I, I think there's something to say. Like, I'm trying to get in the habit now of like of of regifting the sense of when when something has served as purpose for me. Like, if I have something that someone's given me and it served as purpose to like then put it onto somebody else because. I'm somebody that feels like if I throw it out, then I'm being that I'm being disrespectful. But truly, part of me is like, is it actually not the best gift to share what someone else gave me for somebody else? Like, if someone's got me something that I've used up, that I've I've used it to the point where it's it's fulfilled me. And I pass it along lately. Am I not doing like an actually good thing to share what they what, what they got? You know, yeah. and I like. Like like when, when now when I give gifts to folks, I'm like, if you like it, great. If you hate it, tell me. Like I'll return it. Or like if, if you like it for a month, then you give it to somebody else. That's great too. Like someone else finds use of it. I, I would want to get to a place where I don't have to consume or purchase so many things because then I'm not doing like I'm I'm not helping the world in that way. But I can help the world yeah. in terms of um, mm-hmm. sharing resources and um, and reusing things for folks. But yes. just just to get in, not to dive into capitalism, but to dive into like <laughs> the idea of deals because a bitch does love a deal. Yes. There's so, so much emphasis on Black Friday and Black Friday deals. I'm curious to ask you, like, what are your favorite deals? Are there some specials that you like? Or also, like, is there a ideal special that you like, oh, I wish this would be a special or deal that people would get? Yeah, you know, I, I, I genuinely love, I, I love, love, love this, this movement of, of buying black, um, and of encouraging people to buy black. I also love the idea of like, I've had friends do like, around Christmas time where it's like they will look at I actually used to do this in college. Um, what, it's not as it's, it's basically like Christmas, but it's like, Regifting. So say, for instance, you get something for Christmas. And like you said, you know that you're not going to use it or you know that you'll probably use it once or twice. And you're like, I don't really need this anymore or something from another year that you have. And you're just kind of like, this is just sitting here. And I already know that it's never going to nothing's ever going to nothing's going to happen around it. Right. wrapping that up and giving it to somebody who may need it. Like I get and I think that's the thing, too. Like I'll say I get a lot of stuff from like press like the press will send me stuff and you know mm-hmm. because 
I'm a critic. And so there'll be really cool things that they'll send me and I'll be like, wow, that's really cool. But also I don't drink or, oh, I don't. So I'll give it to like my family who I know will appreciate it because they already think I'm famous anyway. And so I'm like, here's this thing that they sent me that you can have, you know, and they're like, oh my God, this is awesome. But it's like, it, it, it's not that it doesn't mean anything to me. It's like, I'm able to pass off my blessing to someone else. So I wish we did more of that, you know, skip the capitalism piece, right? Look around your house, think about the stuff that you do or don't use. And then just kind of say, you know what? I know that this could probably help someone else out. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and give it to them. So you know that that yeah. for me is something we did more of. Um, but in terms of like stores and stuff, again, I just wish they would just give us is somebody pay off my student loans. That, that that's what I want. Pay off student loans, please. Pay off my student loans. That's the only thing I want for Black Black Friday. What about you? You know I. Girls have no idea. I've given, I've given it no thought. I'm I really am just like to. Well, I'll just say people will buy Pride deals, but honestly, y'all, the deals are not that great. Like they have the same no, deals the, this year, like, around the year. Like you can actually get a better deal on like on like a, any given Tuesday and call that a good day. So I'm gonna just mm-hmm. leave it at that and take us for next break and say, all right, y'all, like Kiki, we will skip out on Black Friday and get into Black owned every day. So we'll be know, back right. in just a moment. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome black, y'all. So this week, we want to ruffle some feathers around what we are calling the great debate. Well, one of the greatest debates in the world. I want to ask John, one of the greatest debates, okay? What, in your opinion, is the difference between Thanksgiving food and Christmas food? Or Hanukkah food or Kwanzaa food or any, insert any holiday domination food. food. Yeah, that's (laughs) to celebrate, yes, Good question. You know this. Well, let me start by saying that I don't <laughs> think you have to have turkey and all that on Turkey Day. And that's also named that mm. Thanksgiving is problematic mm-hmm. as fuck. And I am so glad that it feels like this country is starting to forget it or skip past it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking around and it's like, oh, we go eat this food and move on. It's like, ain't nobody worried about Thanksgiving <laughs> and what that means. Like, we just want to eat and then call it a day and let's let's press on. So I'm very happy that it feels like people are, are, are getting over that. But what I will say is what I think there is a difference is, you know, I don't know if you saw that photo that I posted the other day where I was like, give me this kind of Thanksgiving. Oh, hell yeah. I, I was like, baby. I, yeah, I am that girl these days where I'm like, I don't need the quintessential turkey stuffing mashed potatoes all that stuff in order for it to be thanksgiving for me i just want to eat a lot and the biggest thing is that a lot of people can't cook thanksgiving food anyway like most of the time dressing is <laughs> dressing is dry most of the time your turkey is dry or it's burnt most like it, like most of the time it's kind of like i don't really want none of that anyway so for me the difference is it's just usually kind of like what you want to put on your plate i know for me thanksgiving tends to be the more traditional at least with my family this year though i will say they're flipping it uh they're 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 reverse they're flipping it and they're reversing it by doing el salvadorian food so i don't know how that's gonna go no shade i already got my order at uh (laughs) at coco's you ain't right you ain't right that sounds bomb some like pupusa what i hope it's to give i have a backup um, but, but all that to be said, no shade to the Salvadorian folks and, and what they eat. I'll just say, as for me and my home, I'm used to the traditional turkey and the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and all of the things. So I'm saying, if it does not go that route for me, then I at least I know I have a traditional plate at home. However, for Christmas, my uh, so we tend to do Thanksgiving at my brother and sister's house, and then we tend to do Christmas at my partner's cousin's house and my partner's cousin for thanksgiving they usually do like they they do traditional like southern food so they usually do fried chicken they usually do ham they'll usually do potato salad they'll usually do rolls so it's very like the distinction between the two are very very distinct what about you first of all i it, <laughs> we, we said anybody want turkey my mind's like hey nobody 
Want that Want turkey? No turkey. <laughs> <laughs> it don't make me happy. Don't make me feel this way. I almost want to name the episode. Don't nobody want that turkey. <laughs> To answer the original question, I'll just say, I think the difference is ham. Like, bitches love ham on Christmas. That's not for me. I hate ham, period. When people are like, you want how to make ham? Girl, what? I can't stand the ham. I just, I, well, I'm also Jewish. So, I mean, ham is well, not, ham is no, but I also just don't, I also don't, don't like ham. But I will say, I feel like the entire menu is different for Christmas. And I think people don't take it as serious. Like, like I mean, which makes sense, right? Like, the centerpiece of Christmas isn't the meal. The centerpiece is the presents. Like, it's the caroling, it's the songs, it's the myrrh, it's the merriment. Yeah. Mariah Carey yeah. did not think about fucking dinner when she's saying, "Oh, for Christmas is you." She said, "She said I want you, not food." She likes thinking about wanting a man for Christmas. So well, all I think of is <laughs> the differences. Ain't no one care about uh, Christmas meal. I I roll deep with with, with uh, Chinese food for Christmas and call that a good damn day. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Well, Chinese I mean, food for New Year's is usually our thing. We usually do Chinese food for New Year's. Okay. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. I mean, we I, mean I, I, I do Chinese food for Christmas. I'll do it for whatever. Um, you know, there's, I know that there, there's, like there's a there's a history of why Jewish folks get Chinese food on Christmas. Um, yeah. I can't think I of it right now. I'm familiar but, with it. I know. Isn't it because I guess in y'all, I would say was I would say in in Jewish culture, right? You don't really think of Christmas as Christmas, so that it would only make well, sense that. Well, well, yes, 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 but yeah, but yeah, because Christmas. I mean, because Christmas is like we don't do Christmas; we, we do Hanukkah right. in the first place. Um, but I also, but like, but I think, but I know that there, that there's that there's there's supposed to be like some deeper history of why Jewish folks particularly love Chinese food on Christmas as for like as over like, over like a hundred years or so. I'm not fully understanding why. I think I think it might it might be because typically like like typically in the holidays, like like many folks who are who who are Chinese immigrants like still worked on the holidays, and oh, yeah. while while like while the rest of the world, well, the rest of the you know the sec, sec, secular America was closed on Christmas. Christmas, the Jewish folks were like, I don't do Christmas anyway. So it was like, it was open. So they had it and called that a good day. Oh, yes. Chris, yes, yes, enter yes. in some history, uh, enter some music here. So a quick <laughs> history lesson. Um, it actually dates back to the early 1900s. It's 1935. It says that New York Times reported that a certain restaurant owner named, and I'm about to tear this name up, Ying Shi Chuck, who brought Chow Ming on Christmas Day to the Jewish children's home in Newark. So I guess oh, it became, there's like a history of, again, because most Chinese people, yes, from what yes, I yes, know, yes, yes. most Chinese people don't celebrate Christmas. And mm -hmm. from what I understand, the Jewish people also in the same mind. And so what I'm reading here is that both Jews and Christmas have existed for a while. Um, but ultimately, because a lot of foods that are served Wait. on Christmas are not what am I not supposed to say that? <laughs> Did you say both Jews and Christmas have existed for a while? Yeah, you know Coca Cola <laughs> created Christmas, right? Did you know that? Oh yeah, sorry. I I heard it as like Jews as a people and Christmas have existed for a while. No, so I mean in the sense of like <laughs> Jewish Jews people and Chris and on Christmas, right, like Jews. Because <laughs> I was like, we've existed longer than Christmas. It's not. It's not always been a thing. That's what I'm. I guess I'm trying to say. I'm sorry if if that yeah, came no, off I, weird. I, but no, I told you I said now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it's. It, I mean, it, 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 it. At one time, it wasn't, and a big part yeah, yeah. of that 
because a lot of the foods that is served at Christmas time is not kosher. So that's one of yeah. the reasons why they go to like Chinese. ham. Right. Love a Christmas and that's ham. probably why you don't like ham is ultimately it's not kosher. But I'll say this. I don't eat ham because ham gives me a headache. It is always and people ham always is just, ham is just nasty. <laughs> it's just to me it's just nasty. Always like my dad would fuck himself up some sliced ham. And I was like, Mm-mm, that's just not for me. Could not be me. And that man loved himself. A roasted, a roasted, uh, what, what is it? The, uh, honey, was it honeycomb? Honey, honey tree? What's it called? Honey ham. Honey baked ham. Honey baked ham. Could not be me. I was like, man, fuck this ham. If I, if yeah. I, if I, I'm, I'm sorry, this ham. If I, if I saw if I saw him on the street, I wouldn't know a thing. That's how I feel yeah, about him. You said, you said, <laughs> ooh, you said, I, I, I hate to. What did she say? I hate to sound. I just like I hate to sound ignorant, or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know who this ham is. <laughs> yes, sorry to this ham. I know. This, I'm sorry. That, yeah. Another title that is going to be the title of this week. <laughs> Sorry to that ham. Mm, mm, mm. Screaming. Yes. I'm sorry about him. I'm yes. screaming. Sorry Ooh, to that anyways, ham. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> that is absurd. But anyway, all that to be said, um, I love that we had this conversation. I just say eat whatever the hell you want to eat for your holiday. Okay. Don't let people tell you that you have to eat a certain way. It is what it is. Um, yes. But all that to be said, we have to take one more break before we won't have no money to buy anything to eat <laughs> for the holidays. <laughs> so with part. that being said, we are going to take a quick break and we'll get back with y'all's favorite segment. Grab a snack and come on back. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. 
In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Right, so this week I wanted to shout out um and my yes ma'am. I wanted to intentionally say shout out one, Netflix did a um I hate saying shout out to Netflix for anything because you already know how I feel about them. But um, <laughs> I wanted to shout out there's this, I guess it's a short um that 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 they did. It's called The Dads. Um, and it's on Netflix and it talks to three fathers who have trans children and they basically talk about mm. what their journey was to loving themselves wow, more and and coming to understand themselves better now that they have a better relationship with themselves, how that can translate into loving their trans children. And I love that. I love to see parents like, I'll say this, like shout out to Edwina, my mom. She is in the same phase. Like she's going to therapy. She's doing all the work she needs to do. She says, as much as I've done parenting you, I want to be a better parent to you as you get older. And I love when parents can mm. wake up one day and just go, I have to do the work to be a better parent. Mm. And so all mm -hmm. that to be said, that's what the short is about. Um, but I also wanted to say shout out to Marlon William, uh, Marlon Wayans, excuse me. Yes. For yes, the yes, ways yes. in which he's handling the conversation around his trans son. Yes. Um, and also the ways that he's talked about allowing his trans son to be him, his, his, his authentic self. You know, I think there is this conversation and maybe one day we'll get to it where we talk about all of the expectations that parents put on their children um, and how oftentimes those expectations are, are not expectations that are necessary. They're expectations that parents had for themselves that they never were able to fully live out and so they transfer them to their children you know and and i think that that's what marlon in so many words was saying he was saying i was raised to think this way so who am i to raise my child thinking that my way of thinking is right i would allow my mm -hmm. child to have their own mindset of who they are and how they feel about the world and i say all of that to say that i just think it's very 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 beautiful to see mar it makes me respect him more i only i already liked him as a comedian i think he's uh, like i think he's so talented but i think to yeah, see same. him step back and say yo what you see outside of my acting and 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 you, and you see in my world and i also say too i'll say this and then i'll move on i also think a part of it also is because they grew up jehovah witnesses and I find mm -hmm. that Jehovah Witnesses, once they leave the org, they tend to be a lot more open and honest about 
allowing their children to have their own beliefs because they don't want them having the same trauma that they carry. So I almost wonder if their 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 past religious experience shapes the way that Marlon thinks. I could go down this rabbit hole for, mm. for but all that to say is I love Marlon for the way that he's yeah. handling it both on yeah. and offline. Um yeah, um I, I guess, yeah, my yes ma'am really this week is to black men, black cis men who are really going up and protecting yes. children. Yes, love like, to see it. Yeah, Dwayne Wade or Dewan, was it Dewanye Wade? Yes, that that <laughs> is, that's how you're supposed to say it. Um, oh, yes, okay. <laughs> shout out to you uh, for the way that you ha- you've kind of set that precipice for black men to love their children. Okay, so I had one no man Pam coming into this. I'm going to run through this other one because um, I now have two. I am going to say that my first one is the whole big back season conversation. I am really tired of the thinly veiled fat phobia phrase being used of like, oh, you know, I don't want a big back. You you know, I got to lose my big back. Blah, blah, blah. There's nothing wrong with having a big back because essentially what you're trying to say is there's something wrong with being fat. Um, mm-hmm. I have said both online and I'll say this on the mic that if you use big back in your vocabulary or if that is a part of your lexicon, please stop following me. Like, please, like, I want nothing to do with you. I, I we have, we, we don't have the same, like our, 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 our ideals of life are not the same. It is not funny. Yeah. Um, as much as it may be a joke and people go, Oh, I'm just joking. Like that's the same way that people joke to me. That's the way people joke about transphobia. That's mm, the way people mm-hmm. joke about anti-blackness. That's the way that mm. like everything is riddled in some type of form of, of oppression. And I feel like this whole big back conversation is just a way for folks to say, I hate fat. You know, I hate, I basically yeah. hate fat people. I don't want to be fat. And I had posted something about that. You know, your fat friends, especially at this time of the year, they hear you. They hear you, they see your tweets, they see all of the stuff you're saying. Um, And so I just wanted to say it's not cute and that I got your number. The other thing I wanted to say before I shut up is um, I have never thought Matt Reif was funny. (laughs) So I've always said that Matt Reif is not, he is not a comedian (laughs) who can be funny without an audience. And Mm. it takes a talent to be able to get on stage tell a whole bunch of jokes and make people genuinely laugh without feeling like you have to heckle the mm-hmm. and that's what he does Matt Reif is notorious for heckling his audience yeah. and so now that I'm seeing that he has this special and that he's talking about you know women terribly and he's talking about you know people with special needs terribly I don't know if you saw what happened recently where I guess he was like if you want an apology here's my apology and it was a link and the link was to like a special store that makes helmets for people with special needs yeah like Oof. that's like my Oof. thing is you you're, you're already not funny and then you're also like par attractive so like girl like part of me is like well what did <laughs> I expect but also part of me yeah. is like, girl, you're not even as famous as you think you are to be doing this right now. So I don't know what the deal is. I just want to say, like, again, if you think shitting on people who are beneath, who are lower than you makes you a better person, mm. there's more work for you to do. Like, if you have to, yeah. if you literally have to shit on the person that is suffering beneath you, it says more about you than it does me. I just wanted to say that. What about you? That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I'll just say, like, Matt Reif is just 
Hey kids, this is what the dangers of this is what the dangers of TikTok look like. <laughs> like yep. if, like when you think you want TikTok, that's what happens. And I mean, also it shows that anyone can be anything th- these days, and also not everyone should be be anything these days. Um, I'll just say my <laughs> my no man fam um, is is also a buy to the big bad conversation because. It really is just so dumb. Like I saw a video that, like, like, like it, it was funny because it was by, was by another plus size queen about like about having been back and I, and I, and, I, and, I was, and I was like that's cute, but like I just don't get this. Like what? Like is this what we talk about? <laughs> like literally, people are dying. Kim, I'm like this is not this is this is not it for me. But go off, people. And right. like we're just banging backs now. It's just it's just doing too much. So no man pam to that as well. My yes man pam would be to the meme that said. The meme this the way this meme has held me for the past two weeks. Meme that said, you know you're queer when it's when it's giving season means two different things. And then and then the follow-up tweet was like, if you've read this two different ways, you you may you you like uh like you may be eligible for compensation. Had me fucking cackling. Like I just was like, it's giving season. And I was like, ah, it's giving season. And I was like, okay, I live, yeah. I live. So thank you for whoever made that. Bless your heart. You are you just brought joy to my I world. So thank you so much. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> that what's so funny to me is 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 just how it's kind of like the whole conversation of how like in the black community we could say bitch like five. Have you ever seen different that? ways? Yes. Five different yes. ways. Like and the same thing with girl. Like girl yeah. has different like five six, like, As an like y'all yeah. won't be able to see it, but I, I just want to quickly show you like there are five different ways that you can say girl and they mean different things. So like if I go girl, you know what I girl. mean? Like, what did I mean? You said you said girl, let me tell you. Right, right, right. But let if me I go tell you. girl, what does that mean? You said bitch, I got tea. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like I just love that in like the queer community and in the black community. <laughs> Girl, we know like even if I say with like a little bit of a different You're inflection, like, mm, like girl, I don't think so about that. I don't that, think so about that. Girl, no, no, that, that gives you a whole different inflection. It's just it's Literally. so <laughs> awesome how like black <laughs> and specifically queer people can say something Facts. and it may not mean anything to anyone else, and it means everything to us. I just love that. I really do. <laughs> It, it really girl. brings me so much joy. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> like, girl, usually when you say, like, are we, girl, that means like, cut that shit out. Like, knock it really? off. Or, like, or keep going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love us. Two all language answers. Yes. Yes. Was it linguistics? Linguistics. You said linguini. Come on, linguini. Linguistics. (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, with that being said, uh, please send us your thoughts, your feedback, and emails to blackfatfanpod at gmail.com. You can also send us your thoughts via social media by interacting with our posts on Instagram and Twitter by using the handle at blackfatfanpod. With that being said, we are also asking y'all, there are only a couple more episodes before we get to the end of the year. Send us. us your yes ma'ams and your no ma'am pams for the year. We us. want to read them. We want to have them. If not, we're just going to probably end up throwing up a whole year of yes ma'am, no ma'am pams again. So we would love to have y'all's included. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, please send that to our email, blackfatfempod at gmail.com. Queen Joho, where can the dolls find you? Per usual, you can find me, my loves, at Joho Downs across all socials. And if not there, you can find me under the lights, diamonds under my eyes. If you know, if you know where that's from, baby, you are not pop culture and you should get off this podcast right now, oh, listeners. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine because I have no clue what that is. <laughs> <It's- laughs> 
<laughs> it's a it's a uh, Dua Lipa song from the Bar- from the Barbie movie. So oh it's, it's okay. yeah, it's like the song <laughs> is playing and she's like, "Hey, do you yes, ever think about dying?" Dying? Where, yeah, okay. where she, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. just it's just such a fun song. Yeah. But now, like when someone's like, "Where are you?" I'm like, "You can find me under the lights, <laughs> diamonds under my eyes." Uh. So if y'all if y'all know where that's from, you need to get, you need to find get the show. Out of here! All right. Well, as for me, you can find me and my big back laying on somebody's couch from eating all the tasty (laughs) treats i have to cook so again i know by the time y'all hear this we are always a week ahead by the time y'all hear this thanksgiving will have come and gone i have to bake two uh peach cobblers and i have to make three pecan pies because those are the request of my my mom wants one to take home with her so i'm making one to take home with her and then i'm also making one for the family and then i'm making a peach cobbler for the family and then i also have another event this weekend where i have to cook too so all that to be said i'm going to be baking between tonight and tomorrow i have a lot of baking to do so that's where you will find me is in the kitchen in front of my mixer mixing everything down uh to the ground um and I will also say this, you can also catch me eating the can of cranberry sauce. I don't care what nobody says. I don't want your homemade cranberry concoction. Give me the can. I want to see the slices. That's for both Thanksgiving <laughs> and for Christmas. I don't want your homemade. You've never tried my cranberry sauce. No, I've never tried it and I never will. I don't want it. I just wanted to say that. Other than that, you can find me at Dr. John Paul on all the socials, and you can also visit my website at www.drjohnpaul.com. We want to thank our super executive producer, Rebecca Ramos and Bay Wang, for handling all the logistics of the show, and our supervising producer, Anna Hossi, and everyone over at iHeart that continues to keep the show up and running. We love y'all. Boots down. Um, yes, God. Mama. We love y'all. <laughs> We would also like to shout out our wonderful editor, Chris Rogers, because without him, there will be what? No what? Say it for me now. There'll be no what? Flavor in your Uh-oh. ear, baby. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, let me know. Okay. We, we be over here. We, oh, you, y'all would be left with just a bland podcast. Unspiced. Unsalted, Un-eaten. just pasta water. Like it would be, it would be giving sprouts. Like it would just be bland. Like all kinds. <laughs> it would just be bland. So we don't have none of that. Thank you, Chris, for for adding all the seasoning to this show here. With that being said, this has been another show. We will see y'all next week. Stay black, fat, femme, and fabulous. And remember, it's not what they call you, but what you answer to. I love us for real. Bye. Bye. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.